It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham, and for the next 30 minutes or so, you will be locked on Thunder. It's Thursday, and two shows back-to-back, so hopefully you all listened to the show yesterday for the explanation for the two-week hiatus. Again, apologies for that one. Weird times, indeed. But I'll do my best to give you guys some Thunder content to... Take your mind off some things. Maybe feel a little bit more normal. It makes me feel a little bit more normal, too. I miss basketball just as much as you do, but let's just have fun with it. Today's show, we'll talk about some NBA news concerning Christian Wood, the Detroit Pistons player who Thunder fans should be very well aware of because every time the Pistons played the Thunder this year, which was just only twice, being there in the Eastern Conference, Christian Wood had career (laughs) games and just torched the Thunder. But some news on him, some very, very good news on Christian Wood. Then also some league news concerning some pay cuts. But, you know, these are weird times, like I said, and it's affecting everybody's life, uh, luxuries, pocketbooks. I mean, it's affecting everything, and it's even affecting a billion-dollar business, a multi-billion-dollar business like the NBA. And then later on, we'll talk about potentially missing out on the season. What could that mean for the Oklahoma City Thunder? What could that mean for Sam Presti in the front office moving forward when basketball is ever able to return? Again, assuming that the season is ultimately scrapped. That's the worst-case scenario in terms of basketball for the 2019-2020 season, that is. What could happen in the event of a season cancellation and just the sad story that it would be that this Oklahoma City Thunder team doesn't necessarily get a normal we don't get to see its ending so as we all remember Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell were two of the first players across the league to test positive for the coronavirus and since then a handful of players 
have unfortunately tested positive. Some we don't know. I believe the Lakers announced last week or so, or anywhere from seven to ten days ago, that they had two players test positive for it. Uh, they haven't revealed who those players were, but Thunder fans are also well aware that Kevin Durant had tested positive. He was one of the three Nets that tested positive for COVID-19. And then Christian Wood, right after Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell were initially diagnosed with the coronavirus more than two weeks ago, Christian Wood was pretty much the third guy to be named to be testing positive for COVID-19. And thankfully, he has fully recovered, according to a source. He was first diagnosed. diagnosed with it on March 14th and has since tested negative twice. And I believe the policy is after you've been quarantined and hopefully you're not one of those unfortunate people that have to be be put in a hospital. If you're just able to quarantine in your home, deal with the symptoms, either with some medicine or rest and recovery, you're supposed to test negative for it twice. And Christian Wood has tested negative for it again which is, of course, great news. It should give hope to those that if you are stricken with the coronavirus, it's not a death sentence. So always look for some hope and some optimism. And it's like, yeah, they are NBA athletes, but it's not just because he's an athlete that he was able to get through the virus. I mean, Tom Hanks is in, is in no way in the same type of shape as a Christian Wood or a Donovan Mitchell, and he went through his process with his wife, Rita Wilson. They tested negative, and they are fine. So there is... There is hope. The rest of the Pistons tested negative around Christian Wood. And those players and staffers and coaches are still being quarantined, but I'm going to assume that their quarantine time is about to end uh, any, either today or tomorrow. But overall, great news. Christian Wood was a great player. He's a good guy. I've actually had a chance to talk to him a handful of times since I've been covering the Thunder. He's really talkative. He's really nice, really approachable. And I was, it was awesome to kind of see him start to flourish this season with the Pistons and especially against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Guy just lit it up, especially in that last game in Detroit where the Thunder almost lost in the fourth quarter, thanks in large part to Christian Wood going 5-5 five of five from the three-point line going into the fourth quarter until he cooled off a little bit, and the Thunder, of course, were able to take advantage and then ultimately get the win. Well, some league news. This is coming from Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN just about over an hour ago. The NBA is reducing base salaries by 20% of approximately 100 of the league office's top-earning executives around the world. And Woj goes on to say, in quote, NBA spokesman Mike Bass, These are unprecedented times, and like other companies across all industries, we need to take short-term steps to deal with the harsh economic impact of our businesses and organizations. Woj goes on to say, The salary reductions includes Commissioner Adam Silver and Deputy Commissioner Mark Tatum. Sources said, There are no widespread cuts to the rest of the organization. No support or administrative staff. Our top executives and senior leaders are first to take the cuts now. Which is, this is just an unfortunate side effect of the world basically being put on pause. You know, no work means not a lot of pay for a lot of people, unfortunately. And with the NBA missing out on games, they're missing out on advertising revenue. They're missing out on on just game day revenue. They're missing out on everything that you could possibly make as a league. And even, I would imagine, merchandising sales are probably being put to somewhat of a halt compared to what it would be in a regular year, in a regular season, because I'm sure people are probably sitting on their money a little bit more stringently with an unknown short-term future ahead of them. You know, you can't really spend 80 bucks on a jersey or 100 plus bucks on a pair of Kyrie Irvings right now. You need to be thinking about you know food and bills that you have to pay. So uh, the NBA doing this 
no doubt isn't a consequence of that. But I, I, I would assume just from you know the surface, this is a good little move just because you know the big wigs, the big wigs are taking the pay cut now. Of course. The billionaire owners aren't taking any pay cuts, from what I can tell, or from what I've heard. It could be, it could always be worse. Of course, the NBA could be asking the players to be taking a 20% pay cut, and I think that they are guaranteed to be paid up until April 1st. And at last that I read, April 15th is not guaranteed as of yet. But I see this as a move for the NBA to possibly stretch out their amount of time that they can pay their players because the NBA of all the leagues understands that the players run the league. The players are the reason why fans care that fans tune in and show up to the arenas and pack the house. It's because of the players. So I'm sure the NBA wants to do the best they can to take care of the players. And Chris Paul, even as the president of the players association, is probably working hand in hand with the league office to make sure that that's the case. And if you remember a few days ago, the 76ers had announced that they are wanting to reduce the salary of a lot of their lower level employees. And then thanks to about, that, of course, on the surface looks worse than what the NBA as a league is doing right now with the with their pay cuts. And thanks to a lot of bad PR, the Sixers are planning to change course and pull back on salary reductions for their staff. Uh, this is also from Adrian Wojnarowski um, in a statement from the Philadelphia 76ers. After listening to our staff and players, it is clear that was the wrong decision. We have reversed it and we'll be paying these employees their full salary. So it's like, yeah, of course. The big wigs at the top of the ladder are going to have money for a little bit longer of a period than those that are depending on paycheck to paycheck money than the, than even the players. And yeah, it'd be nice if every player was paid like a Ben Simmons or a Joel Embiid, but not every player is paid like him. Not every player in the NBA has a great endorsement deal that can take care of them outside of just being a basketball player for a long time. A lot of guys are, you know, after agent fees, after you know, bills from the house that they buy, from whatever they're spending their money on, they have about as much money relatively, you know, the lower level guys on the bench, they have about as much money to spend on life things like food, water, shelter, as probably a, a working class person does relative to what they make and what their lifestyle is. Now that it still might be a little too far fetched, that still might be a little bit more laughable, I guess, in that perspective. But everybody needs their needs their job and everybody needs to have money in order to survive sadly so um good that the nba and the sixers are kind of or at least the sixers are pivoting to more of a like duh this is what you're supposed to do phase and the nba is already basically learning from what their teams are doing like eh, let's not get that bad pr let's just go ahead and take pay cuts and bite the bullet for now with the big wigs and then we'll decide things a little bit later as we get further down the road with this coronavirus pandemic before we get any further let me tell you about one of the ultimate life hacks. It's hard to find the time to sit down and read and learn more. When you don't have the free time, which we all have free time now, you can't read or work on personal development. There's an incredible app that solves this problem, and I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is a really unique app, and it, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist is the best 12 million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, to history books. Blinkist has the latest titles from bestseller lists, as well as classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read but never had the time to, which, again, we all have time to right now. In fact, I've already read one book, and I'm currently reading 11 Rings by Phil Jackson, which is a great book, by the way. 
There's a lot of popular books that they offer, like Sea Stories, My Life and Special Operations by William H. McRaven, The Sports Gene, Inside the Science of Extraordinary Athletic Performance by David Epstein, and so on. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com NBA, try it free for seven days, and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com NBA to start your seven-day trial. And you'll, also save, and you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com NBA. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Welcome back to the Locked On Thunder podcast, everybody. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham. And I don't know about you all listening out there. I want to be optimistic that the NBA can return this season. I already gave you guys my crazy idea as to how they could probably come back in a realistic manner with a good amount of time to get the players back into basketball shape, to have a regular season or at least a condensed form of a regular season, and then your postseason and in front of fans. And that was in the the South Korea idea, which if you're if you didn't get to it, go check it out. It's the last yesterday's episode. It's the last segment of that episode. I like the idea, but I would like to hear what you guys think about it. But with each passing day, I feel like I'm I'm pretty much reserved to the fact that the NBA is probably going to get canceled this year. And the main reason why is because looking at the projections from all the smart people concerning the coronavirus, right now I think a lot of early projections right now I think a lot of early projections are claiming that the peak of the virus will be in the next three weeks but even they admit that that's kind of on the side of optimism and as we know with viruses they can come and go they can they come in waves Um, even the Spanish flu which did affect Oklahoma over a hundred years ago it popped up in the early spring went away in the summer and then of course came back in the fall with a vengeance and unfortunately killed a lot of Oklahomans as a result and so in this meantime if it does flare up in three weeks, if it does peak in three weeks, and then somewhat subsides because of all the self-quarantining that a lot of people are taking uh, or that are participating in, uh, all these businesses being closed down, no gatherings of 10 or more people going on, it's going to drop the number of cases down significantly over time, especially in a short period of time when you're talking about under a month. It's going to sh- shut it down somewhat. But the second that we all decide to come back out and get back into our normal routine of our lives, it's unfortunately going to flare back up again because we simply don't have a vaccine for it just yet. And that's going to take, that's going to be the kicker. That's going to be the one that takes 
over a year, but I mean, already there's hundreds of trial vaccines in effect um, and going on all over the world. So, you know, God willing, one of those trial vaccines works and it's the secret formula to save, save, you know, basically the world so that we can all get back to work so that we can all get back to sports and everything that we enjoy about life as soon as possible. But if that doesn't happen, well, we'll come back out of our self-quarantine at some point. You know, then people are going to start getting sick again in larger numbers because we're all out and about with one another. And I apply that to the NBA, where if they decide, okay, the cases have dropped, blah, 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 let's try and play in practice arenas or in arenas without fans. I just don't know how you could guarantee the health and safety of your players, coaches, and staff because they're flying to and fro all over the country. And travel is already kind of going to be pretty much a headache. So just from that standpoint alone, if you can't guarantee the health and safety of your spectators so you're going to turn them away from watching games in person, how can you guarantee the health and safety of your players? And that's why I just feel more and more like, yep, the NBA is probably going to hang it up for this season and call it a day. And again, I I want there to be basketball again, but I think if you think about the alternative, which is they go back out there, the players are obviously not in at, they're not in shape compared to what they were two weeks ago when the season was still going strong. You're going to have a condensed regular season, or you're just going to go straight into the postseason, And then you're going to have, you could potentially have an outcome that isn't going to seem natural For instance, what if the Clippers or the Lakers get bounced in the second round? Because their guys are just simply not as in sync as their opponent and their opponent catches fire. Or what if the NBA decides, okay, we're going to do a best of three or a best of five series? Well, that's just not fair. That's not how things are done in the NBA. I just feel like that if you do something and this season becomes even more weird, I feel like you're going to just have a lot more complaining, a lot more bitching and moaning from players. It's not going to age well. I think the best way that this season can age because of the reality of the situation is if you just simply call it. And if this is just if this is just the lost season, then it's just the lost season. There's consequences on both sides. There's pros on both sides as well. I just feel like the pros of canceling the season, to me, make a lot more sense when you think about the history of the game and records and how we compare eras and compare teams and players. I mean, if the NBA just decides to rush back into the postseason, give everybody about a week or two to basically go through a training camp and then, all right, go out there and play basketball like you mean it. And then the Pacers end up winning the NBA finals. I mean, is anybody going to really take it that seriously? I mean, of course, Pacers fans would be excited and the Pacers themselves would be excited, but I don't think anybody would ever look back on this season and the Pacers as a champion and go, yep, they earned it. And that was one of the better teams that we've ever seen. Like I just, I think too much can be compromised in that respect in addition to the whole health aspect, which I'm just not that familiar with, and I just don't know how the NBA could think that they could play in, quote-unquote, a bubble at that point. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count. 
getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Now, if the season does end, it is truly a shame that this Oklahoma City Thunder team didn't get an ending. At the same time, I think we all understand it was going to end at some point. It could have ended in the first round in disappointing fashion. It could have ended in the first round in kind of, uh, you know, they, they pushed the Nuggets to seven, or they pushed the, the Jazz or the Rockets to seven games. So a valiant effort by these spunky little Thunder squad. Either that, or they get out of the first round give Thunder fans a taste of the second round for the first time since 2015-2016, and then probably get outclassed in the second round by one of the L.A. teams or perhaps even Denver. Needless to say, the Chris Paul Oklahoma City Thunder this season was going to end. And even if it was disappointing in terms of of a first-round quick exit, I think it would, in the in the short term, take away from the great season that Chris Paul, Danilo Gallinari, Billy Donovan, Shea Gilles Alexander, Stephen Adams, that everybody on this team had. And so in a weird way, I feel like the season potentially ending with a win on the road against Boston in the manner that they won it, the emotion that Chris Paul showed after the game ended and then his post-game interview with Nick Gallo, I think that's, a, that's about as beautiful of an ending as you can possibly have. Because this team wasn't going to win a championship. They're, they're not talented enough. They're not experienced enough in terms of everybody else on the team outside of Steven, Danilo, and Chris Paul. They just don't have the horses. And at some point, they were just going to get out, outclassed and out-talented. So there's a part of me that kind of appreciates that if the season does end, and that's how that team goes out, I'm always going to remember this season fondly. This is going to be, of course, a unique season to say the least, but... It's nice that in this unique season that the Thunder could have could have just as equally a, of a unique ending. Not to mention that the season was pretty much put on halt in Oklahoma City during right before a Thunder game. So the team that nobody cared about going into the season, that everybody thought was going to be bad, like the Cleveland Cavaliers, everybody thought this player is going to get traded, that player is going to be get traded, they're going to tank like the Golden State Warriors and be bad, and you're going to hear names of starters that you've never heard of before. That team ended their season with a huge win against the Boston Celtics and put themselves in position to potentially, for the time being, grab the four seed from the Utah Jazz and then potentially go into the playoffs with home court advantage. And I don't know about you guys, but that seems kind of beautiful. And when do you know we ran out of time? So tomorrow, I'll leave it for tomorrow. For tomorrow, we will go over some of the things and some of the questions that could arise. If the season does end, how does that affect Sam Presti and his decision-making? Let's just make some guesses and have fun with it. I actually wrote about it a little bit on thefranchiseok.com. Just go to the website. You can find my last name, Trantham, on the front page. Just click that tab, scroll down. It's the first article that you'll see. It's just questions that arise from from potentially losing the season for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Let's have fun with it. Ask some questions. See where it takes us. But until tomorrow, everybody, y'all have a good rest of your day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 